I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You guys, your emails are the best. We love reading all of your emails, your funny stories, and your kind, sweet comments. And we love to hear how you handle certain situations that we talk about. So last week we asked you guys what we should call this segment. And majority of the people agreed on safe space, except for Christina G, who thinks it should be all about Croy. <laughs> yes. Go ahead, Croy. Read the Love email, it. baby. She says, couple of name suggestions for you guys. Since Kim has one named for her, maybe the second one could be named for Croy, like House of Croy, the house Croy built, or my favorite, Is That So? Keep the episodes coming. You keep this male lady company every week. Also, my boy, I'm a boy mom, and I'd like to tell you it'll get easier, but mine are now 21 and 17, and sorry to say it does not. At one point, I thought we needed our own triage room at the hospital. Sincerely, Christy G. That's hilarious and not at the same time. The names are amazing. <laughs> I don't want a triage in our house or our hospital, our own hospital like no, Cash is the one that's broken three or four windows. He's, yeah. I mean, he's definitely uh, our fearless one. I will say, though, that like, I mean, I feel like the little things that we have gone through, they're like minor. Yeah, they're, they're pretty aside minor. Aside from the dog bite. Yeah. So if we're, you know, if you're going to get a little ding here or a scratch there, let's just, you know, we're doing great. Nothing's been incredibly serious and it won't be. Our our boys are pretty cautious. Like when they get K, KJ's the level headed one that just tells his brothers like we're not going to do this. I guess they were having a nerf battle today, and upstairs and Cash she's got a little bit of a short fuse, and Kane hit him with the nerf bullet, and Cash just one armed him and shoved him into the wall. And KJ's like, "That's it, we're done for now," because he knows when Cash snaps, it's over. Right. We all go running when Cash snaps. Of course, yeah. aside from Croy, right. including me. When Cash was like three years old in the kitchen, I don't know what I did. I can't remember for the life of me. And in his eyes, he scared the shit out of me. And I started running around the center island in our kitchen and he was chasing me. And Brielle thought it was funny, but I genuinely was like, uh, I saw another human in those eyes for a moment. Yeah. But it's kind of like, yeah, Cash but they are like, I don't, way. I never really see them. I mean, they do this parkour thing. One time they were watching YouTube. And they found this, what they call parkour. And it's like basically running around and jumping off already created objects. So you'll see people like... Dumb ass idea. Like off of a... They'll jump off a building and then you'll see them kind of roll onto the ground into a bush off a handrail. And, and so like they jump around. So that has been like the most of them that copying that. Like I'll see them jumping off the rock wall in the backyard and our couch, Croy, yeah. or the kitchen counters or the yeah. kitchen table. It's not a good idea. Right. And so I was like, "What are you guys doing?" And they're like, "Oh, we're parkouring." And I'm like, "Never heard of that." But two feet is about all we're gonna do. It's funny because Brielle <laughs> she fell off the chair in Macy's, I think, the Lancome counter when she was four, and she busted her chin open. Yeah, and I was an absolute wreck. Right. So and then. 
she's such an ass that it took like six nurses to hold her down to stitch it up and it was a nightmare yeah. and i just had to step out my mom showed up and she stepped in and i had to stand out because they didn't want to sedate screaming. her no why would they do something smart like that over there okay <laughs> so then ariana was two and she jumped off of the couch onto or tried to like jump over this granite table mm-hmm. coffee table type thing more marble i'm sorry and um she b- hit her forehead and like it went the the point of it the edge of it went right into her forehead so as ariana's screaming blood is spraying out of her head yeah i threw her in the car i'm like brielle you gotta hold this sock all i had at the time in my i was a sock i said put the sock in her head we gotta go she of course was stitched up i think with each child it, it's gotten for me my nerves aren't as bad right but that's where the ptsd comes into play like with the dog bite and things like that like i think um it's it's a different kind of scream when they're hurt. You know, it's a different kind of feeling. It's a different kind of, I just go into panic mode. And I think with boys, they're just more prone to like, they have no fear. Like Brielle and Ariana really weren't jumping off of kitchen counters. You yeah. know what I mean? They're playing dress up and Barbie dolls yeah. and I don't know if or it's whatever. Maybe, yeah, maybe it is no fear slash a, a, a higher curiosity level. You know, like I was always really curious. I don't, I don't really remember hurting myself as a young, young child. You busted than, your two front teeth But that, wasn't my, that was my sister's fault. She put me on the handlebars. And I don't really remember that. The only reason I remember that is because I was told that. Right. Um, but as I got older and had more freedoms and, and more um, the ability to do more things, like I was working with power tools with my dad, building things. I was, you know, I had a motorcycle. Um, I had, I, I raced my bike one time and, and slipped on some rocks. That was pretty bad. I had road rash all up my leg with rocks in it that stung pretty bad but i mean i, I was fortunate too I don't, I don't know i busted my chin open yeah um and that's pretty much i've had kidney stones that was pretty traumatizing but that wasn't from like an injury but i don't remember anything else in my childhood right. really ear infections a lot but no injuries thank god knock on wood well thank you so much christy but we are going to stick with safe, safe space. space yep we're gonna call it safe space maybe i can convince kim to safe space in the house of croy or something like that that's just, <laughs> just too long just there's kidding. no convincing if that's what you want baby do it <laughs> so mary bell and lots of you have asked i would love to know more about how you raise your kids and discipline with your mantra well my mantra is ask believe receive and i'm not the disciplinarian in this house i got my ass whooped with a belt all of my life up until I was probably 16, honestly. And it was so traumatizing that I swore I could never like spank my kids. I tried to spank Brielle once and she's made me laugh and and that was it. Um, Croy is definitely the disciplinarian. What's wrong over there? Oh, nothing. I'm great. Oh, I was reviewing this email. Oh, you were frozen in time, not looking at the email, Croy. I was, I promise. You were. And I'm listening to you at the same time. I was like, I was three different things going it was on in very, my brain. It's a lot for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot for any man, I feel. I was working um, on it. So I'm not the disciplinarian, so I, I, I'm i all about communication because I also grew up in a household where my parents didn't communicate. It was like the silent treatment or if you're crying, you're fine or, um, you know, or knock it off, you know, that kind of thing. So I was like, you know, as I've gotten older um, and when I had Brielle, I was like, you know, I'm definitely not going to I'm going to listen to my children. We're going to use our words. I'm going to never invalidate kind of how they're feeling. And that's always been kind of my goal. 
I didn't really have to discipline the girls as far as like spanking them. I think Corey came into my life at the most perfect time. Brielle was 14. Ariana was nine. And I think at that time, Brielle, you know, she's never been this stellar student. And so she kind of needed some discipline because she just wasn't into school as I think she was entering high school, right? Or she was in eighth grade maybe when you yeah, yeah, she was when you met her. So Corey came in literally at the perfect time and he my thing is like disciplining too is also t- is hard to like stick to. Like Croy took Ariana's door off her room because she was grounded for sneaking out and we took her cell phone and she kept getting these trap phones <laughs> as they yeah, call it. Right. And so we would we heard her on the phone and Croy's like, "Is she on the phone?" Sure as shit. So we took that phone and then he says, "You know what? We're taking your door off." I my poor little heart could barely handle it and I would have put the door back on in 20 minutes, but it stayed off for over a year. But with ask, believe, receive, you know, and disciplining, I always will say like, I think our kids are really well behaved. They, they, oh no, they're incredible. And, and, and I think that has to do with them younger and you though, Croy, well, I think fear is respect with a parent, honestly. And Croy, not that they necessarily fear him, but they have a lot of respect and they do have a, a I mean, Croy's a big guy. There's a lot of fear there. He's very stern and he sticks to what he says he's going to do. And I think that was established when they were younger. Yeah. You know, I, I think. What what's really important is that a child understands when they can understand, right? When they're not when they're eighteen months or two years old, they, there's nothing they can do as far as like comprehending what they're doing. So that's in the stage where you're, it's just like repetitive no's, and that's not what we do, and this is what we should do, and leading by example and showing them how to, how to handle situations and really you know interacting with them but as they get older kind of where they're at right now especially kj and cash i really want them to understand that their thoughts are creating their reality and right. their thoughts if they think about doing something that they know they shouldn't do and they do it they're now and new reality is in trouble or in timeout or losing privileges or uh, all different kinds of things so they're the one uh, that is in control of of their life and of their choices um, and what they should do and I've always told them that that little feeling inside their stomach when they when they feel something like that, that they should listen to it and not do it. You know, like if something if you feel saying, like you shouldn't jump, be doing it, you shouldn't do jump. it. Right. Or Natalie Tomlinson, my psychic, says, when in doubt, leave it out. Right. You know, and that's kind of one of our famous lines in the house. When in doubt, leave it out. Yep. KJ is he's the super nervous and, and like most well behaved, like. Yeah. Little grown man. He's like a little police officer here. Like, Cash, you shouldn't be jumping off the couch if dad sees you. <laughs> Kane, you shouldn't be pulling Kaya's hair. Cash and Kaya, out of the four, are the worst. Right. Well, and when we say that, so KJ is, is KJ will live by the rules of life. Always. Like, he, he will always I follow the rules. I feel like you rules. do, too. But I, I've gotten better, and I think I've grown more probably in my 20s and 30s than I than I ever grew as, as, a, as a child. Outside of thinking like, not necessarily, because I've always followed the rules and I'm, I'm not like a getting in trouble with the law and hurting, you know, I'm not hurting people, but like being able to take risks and, and knowing that, that some risks have rewards and, and making calculated risks and, and, and doing things and approaching it kind of, you know, like an entrepreneurial would do it versus just following the rules kind of and KJ is always he 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 does he'll not take the risk because he just wants to make sure that he f- is following the rules so I'm having we're having to push KJ a little bit more to it's okay to make mistakes and it's okay there's a big difference too that I that I like to as I said mistakes that I really want the kids to understand a mistake is is when you do something 
wrong for the first time, right? And, and we talk about it and, and you learn from it. You take something from that and you don't do it again. And, and that's it. It's done and over with. It's when your child is continually doing like if every morning at 9 a.m. he's screaming and throwing the toast across the kitchen. That, those aren't mistakes. You know, that's that's misbehaving. Kaya. That's bad Kaya behavior. likes to misbehave. Right. She does it, I think, to get a little bit more attention as well. But she definitely is one to kind of push the envelope per se. Like she knows she shouldn't be doing it and she still does it. So we, we've focused or we've spent more time disciplining her, I think, out of all four of the littles. I don't know if it's a girl boy thing at this stage. I don't know if it's because she does have three older brothers. She, Kaya likes to lie. She likes to um, just, she's the sweetest, sweetest if I'm crying or when Cash broke his arm, Kaya was behind him just petting like his back, like like he was a dog. Like she was just like, it's okay, Cash. It's going to be okay, Cat. Like she's so absolutely loving, but she's honoring. Yeah. Yeah, she really is. She'll, she'll kind of raise her voice when she's not being heard or when she wants to be heard no matter what. Like she'll just start losing her voice. Oh, yeah. you know, like it's just... It's I'm here and I'm telling you what I want, you know, like and so she'll scream. She is times. so smart and so wise beyond her years. Yeah. She had on my high heels yesterday and a long skirt and a cropped top. I don't even know where she found it. It probably <laughs> belongs on her doll. And she had this fan that I have to like it's literally a fan that you kind of open up and it's for your makeup to get like your makeup to dry. And she's fanning it. She's like, well, well, what have we here? And I'm like, this child is going to be the death of me. Red lipstick on. I mean, she is like very wise beyond her years. And she's an incredible, she needs to be an actress, her and KJ both. But she's definitely our our honorary one. I mean. Yeah. And I always tell him like, you know, Kaya, I, my big thing with, with disciplining too is, is, yeah, KJ. Well, KJ again. I mean, I can't even discuss KJ because he's, if Corey looks at KJ wrong, it's done. Like if, if, if Corey gives this look, which Corey has of like disappointment, which I think is important too, because there are, there are points in time where, where you may be in a setting where you should be able to give a look and your child understands that look, Oh, I did something that I shouldn't be doing. Reel it back in. You shouldn't have to take them out of the room. You shouldn't have to, you know, step aside and, and disrupt whatever it is. Like maybe you're at a wedding or maybe you're at church or maybe you're somewhere, you know, in a, in a setting where you shouldn't be disrupting that setting. Your child should understand when I give you the look, it's enough. And we'll talk about it afterwards. But but whatever you're doing, stop, you know, that look. Yeah, that Croy definitely has <laughs> that look down. I think it's establishing boundaries, too. But the whole ask, believe, receive, it can go back to that and, you know, did that feel right to you? Did you like Kaya right. put Dawn dish soap, Kane and Kaya, can you guys water my flowers? I have flowers on the front porch and all these vases. I have flowers outside by the pool. I just love flowers. And so I asked them if they could water the flowers for me on this specific Saturday. Sure. So they each have a watering can and they're watering the flowers. Well, they have to fill it up a few times. So Kane puts his in the kitchen sink and turns the water on and walks away. Kaya walks in with hers to fill hers up. And this little shit dumped Dawn dish soap into his can so when he comes back it's overflowing with bubbles he's screaming kaya you put soap in my can no i didn't no i didn't no i didn't so Croy said kaya come here right right and it, again it, it went right back to the foundation of, of what we say is you know did did it feel like when you the moment i had to explain to her because i have we have cameras security cameras in our home and so i i pulled them up and i and i said did you know i asked her did you put soap in and she said no and I said, Kaya, 
And she, so then she knows right then and there. She still kept lying. Well, so then she knows right then and there. I said, Kaya, you know that I know that you did. I'm going to ask you one more time. Did you put soap in his thing? And so then she gets all upset. And I, and I said, yeah. She said, yeah. And I said, okay, so right there you lied. So she has some extra discipline that she receives for lying because she does it a lot. Uh, so we're really trying to work that out of her. Uh, so she... Um, so she had lied right then and there. And I said, so at that moment, you knew it was wrong. You already knew it was wrong that you had, you were lying right there. I said, and you got that feeling in your stomach, listen to it and don't do it right there. Then secondly, so then I pulled up the camera and we washed it together. And yep. I said, Kaya, right here, when you're looking to the left and to the right and to the left and to the right to see, see if, if somebody's watching you to see if, if you're going to get quote unquote caught doing this. That's when you know it's wrong. And we, we talk a lot about character and understanding that character is, not, uh, is, is only measured by who you are when, you're, when, you're, when nobody's watching you and do you do the right thing. And I said, said that's important that, you're, that even if you may not get caught in the moment, you're more than likely somebody's going to find out at some point. And that's just not how, how you should be doing things because if it's not right in that moment, it's never going to be right. You know, like whether you get caught or don't get caught, it's just it's always the wrong thing to do. And we understand that what our actions affect people. You know, we, we, we really explain that and that our behavior can can hurt people's feelings and can can really uh, impact somebody. Obviously, putting soap in Kane's thing when he was so excited to water flowers, it hurt him. It hurt his feelings. You know, like he's very sweet, yeah, too. It's did. funny because they're complete opposites. She's sweet, like I said, as well. But right. she can definitely be a little bit more honoring. He puts up with a lot. Because he does love her so much. Even like the day they were born, he wanted to be right next to her. And Kaya was, she could give two shits. Yeah. So she spent uh, quite a few minutes and hours, hours in time, in time out. out. And, and she doesn't care. No. She doesn't care if you keep her in time out for an hour. She yeah. does not care. Yeah. She rolls her eyes. Oh, she's yeah, drama she's queen. Very strong, strong willed. Very strong. Which is, which is, we're going to appreciate. You know, uh, my assistant, Nikki, uh, who is not my hairdresser, by the way. Because my hairdresser yesterday, she's like, I keep everybody keeps thinking I'm your hairdresser. <laughs> um, you know, we will appreciate in the future her very strong-willed personality. Yeah. Uh, Natalie Tomlinson again, psychic Natalie, who we're going to have on here, um, and maybe gift a reading to one of you, which will be really fun. But she said, you know, Kaya's never going to take no for an answer, and there is not, without a shadow of a doubt, that and that's that, exactly that what's going to happen. That can be. Uh extremely beneficial and slightly detrimental you know like there are times where mm -hmm. you have to listen to people right and and you have to um hear their side but then there are times when like it in the world of of business or in the world of whatever and you refuse to take no for an answer that's that's something i feel like um it would be the mentality of like tom brady he refuses to take no for an answer there is no there the word right. no doesn't exist in his book and he will work tirelessly to, to but obviously prove he, you wrong, he's to a prove team player. No wrong. Very obvious he's right. a team player. Okay, you guys, wait. This is what safe space is for. Would you trick your spouse, partner, into getting pregnant? Ooh, we have an email from Lambert. <laughs> no. This says... No. Here's my thing. She loves reading our podcast. Thank you for your email. I'm not giving you her real name. Here is the thing. I love my hubs and can't imagine life without him. And we are having major disagreements about a third child. We have two boys who are the loves of my life and he feels we're done. And I feel like I'm totally unable to envision my life without a third. 
<laughs> I would actually want four or five kids, but he only wants two. It is taking a toll on my mental health and I'm struggling with feeling selfish and ungrateful, which I don't think I am. I'm just so thankful to have my two boys, but I need another. I need one more baby, but my husband isn't open to it. What should I do? Well, first of all, he's going to know you tricked him because if you're on birth control and you stop and you end up pregnant, he's going to know you stopped it intentionally, especially well, since he knows. No, or you accidentally missed one or an antibiotic. Uh, Why are you in, giving her fucking ideas? Interfered with it. But I, I look, I'm not giving her ideas because I don't think that is anything that you should be doing whatsoever. You should never. Would trick. you get a divorce over it? To have more children? Uh, that, that, that's the that's a that question. That depends on whether or not it's a deal breaker, right? So it. Well, no, this, I'm asking her. Like Lambert, yeah. you know, is would you want to have? You know, if he says no, are you you just can't let it go? That's my thing. Can you just not let it go? I get it. Listen, I got into this place where I was like, okay, Corey, let's have one more baby. And Corey wasn't like totally opposed to it. I think if I pushed it, it probably could have been a possibility. I think if we had sperm on ice, like Dr. Hood recommended, it probably would have, there would have been a seventh um, boy. Right. Which Natalie said, if I ever, when I was pregnant with the twins, she said, You're, there will be a seventh if you want it and it will be a boy. So I always kind of figured it would be a boy, but I just was like, eh, I don't know. We're in a great place. But if I pushed it and Corey said, no, I don't know how that would kind of make me feel. It's not I, like so, he's carrying it. I don't know. Yeah. So I think there's two routes we can go here. We can either have Miss, we'll call her Lambert, uh, Miss Lambert here, call in. We've or, been calling her Lambert. Where have you been? Oh, okay. <laughs> I was I was deep in thought. So I, we can either have her call in, we can get some more backstory, or we would love to maybe you uh, experience some therapeuticness in writing a, a nice long journal or email into us. It might help you kind of get some of these things out. You know, write this big long email to us. Give us a little bit of backstory. Are you guys financially stable to have a child? Why? Why do does you, he not want to have? Why does he not want? And why do you want this? Do so you want bad? a girl? Are you looking for a girl? Is that is that something that no, you she really says want? She wants a third boy. Yeah. Oh no, it doesn't she say a third boy. It doesn't say a third. Oh, boy. just a third. Yep. No, she just wants no, a third. No. She didn't say. So maybe yep. she's looking for that girl. And I am with you on that. And I feel like you could use the girl aspect. Like, babe, please, I really can't imagine. I would really love to try for a girl. Please, 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 please. I think if you go at it from that angle. But I definitely think tricking him into getting pregnant. Uh, I don't know if you're on birth control. Like if she's if she's like taking the pill. Do not trick him. Please do not trick him. Be quiet. No, Be please quiet. No, what you're doing is you're affecting somebody else's life in a Your negative husband. way at their moment. It doesn't. It's husband He'll or not. Love the baby once it's here. Uh, no, no, husband or not, you cannot trick somebody because you're affecting their life. You're going to cause him extreme mental anxiety. The, the mental anxiety she's feeling right now, you'll put him in that space. Would you want to do that to your partner? No, 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 you don't. You want to come collectively together to a a a. a it's a, not happening, she a, says. Yes, it is. It's you not have, happening. No so now what. we're done with we're done with Plan A and we're on to Plan no, B because no, he is no, not. No matter what, you have to communicate and you have to find common. She ground. tried. And he's not listening. No, she's not. So now she's resorting into tricking him. No, we cannot do this, Lambert. We cannot do this. So, but what we're going to do is we would love for you to email us this this much more in-depth email. Maybe, you know, because here's what I'm going to say on his side. Maybe he wants to spend more time with you and he's realizing that. Croy! Croy! Can I finish my thought? No. This is ridiculous. Maybe he wants to spend more time with you and he's realizing that, that. when he experienced the first two births, he didn't get to spend as much time with you or he's not maybe as important anymore in the marriage. And he's, and he, he, I want my time with my wife, you know, and maybe they, 
so we there's there's a lot of backstory here that we need to capture to understand mm-hmm. his side and her side to give her the it's appropriate pretty black and white device. to me she wants a baby he doesn't so now what it's not well of course that's that's the simplest now form. what's our next step our next step is i think well you got to hash like, out sit, the differences i you know sit, i would love to have a girl how old are your current boys are they like nine and seven or something where they're kind of a little bit older or are they five and four? You know, just give me the update on the kid's age as well. We need definitely need more information for me to give you an honest answer. Yeah. So I think that tricking him, though, at this moment. Don't do it yet. If, I'm. Can I speak? No. No. Don't do it. Croy, don't. Croy's a man. Okay, don't first of it. all. And is your husband a stay-at-home dad? Because other than that, I mean, I think tricking him might be the plan in the future if you send me this long email and you're we're like, you know what? I'm not tricking a... anybody. That is terrible. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. I think, how would you trick him? That's the funny part. Because, well, like, yeah, she would just stop and then she would end up pregnant. But like, he, if he if he thinks he's protected and enjoying relations with her and he's protected and he's actually not, you're lying to somebody. You're deceiving that person. You cannot have <laughs> any of that going on in your relationship or you will end up divorced. That has that, that no, you cannot do that. No, Croy, you know what, you guys, Croy is like, no, you cannot. I'm, I'm praying this because I, I, I think that you want to stay married with this guy. So she if, said if she you loves don't, her husband. Well, yeah, if you don't, Croy you just gets wound up too much with this safe space shit. Like, calm down. It's not that serious. It's very serious. You need to calm down. She's not pregnant I'm yet. Calling, okay, I'm she, calling, you, she's not your sister. I'm calling the husband or Jeff. your wife. I am on Jeff's side. Jeff is my friend right now, and he. I'm protecting. I think Jeff. that Croy. I think there's a lot of Lambert. Email me the deets. Give me the <laughs> scoop. How old are the kids? Are you a stay at home mom? Um, why does he not want kids? Can we tell him we're trying for a girl? Give me the deets, and then I'm going to give you a real, true answer. But for now, let's not trick him until next week when we have another conversation. I might have you call in, but I feel like I'd have to change your voice or something. We should get like a voice changer. I think we have. Well, I could figure that out pretty easy. We could get a voice changer. So for now, let's not trick him into getting pregnant for the next week. And then maybe next week we will. No, we won't. All right, you guys, thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Sace. You know what, you guys, I have, I can't even speak. First of all, I had therapy for a lisp when I was a child, um, speech therapy, and I had an inflamed taste bud on my tongue yesterday and severe heartburn, hence probably the red wine. And so I took tweezers and I ripped the taste bud off my tongue and I did it like in my mind, because I had this magnifying mirror times 100, there was like a million inflamed taste buds. So I just started ripping shit off my tongue. It was bleeding everywhere. And now my tongue is so inflamed that I have a lisp. So anyways, thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Safe Space. Um, you guys, you can email us at houseofkim at kimzolsiak.com or call us at 323-213-8100. Have a good week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.